بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فمن بعد I'm walking in Matinegi Park I still seem to have some doubts about how it's exactly pronounced so forgive me for that <coughs> those, of, those of you who know the pronunciation um, and we are seeing here a lot of color leaves changing color before they fall down and the thought that comes to me is that what I'm seeing here is really death because the leaves that we see here and we revel in their beauty and so on and so forth are really leaves which are dying and dead and very shortly they're going to fall down to the ground come down to the ground which leads me to thought about death itself and here I mean death of human beings people and I want to share with you a quote that I just <clears throat> um, that was just born in my heart literally on the hoof so it were as it were and that is there are two kinds of deaths one is the death of the body while the heart is connected strongly with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and is illuminated by his nur, by the light of his guidance, by the light of his kitab and which is filled with love for Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa When such a heart is there and the body dies, that death leads to eternal life because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said لا تحسبن الذين قتلوا في سبيل الله أموات بل أحياء عند ربهم يرزقون Allah said that do not think that those who die in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are dead they are alive with their Rabb and they are receiving sustenance and risk And Allah said, وَلَا تَقُولُوا لِمَنْ يُقْتَلُوا فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ أَمْوَاتِ وَلَا تَقُولُوا لِمَنْ يُقْتَلُوا فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ أَمْوَاتِ بَلْ أَحْيَاءٌ وَلَكِنْ لَا تَشْعُرُونَ Allah said, do not say that those who have died in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala were killed not just died, who were killed in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't say that they are dead. Allah said, they are alive. And you, it is you that you cannot see this. So the first kind of death is when the body dies, but the heart is connected with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and filled with love for him, filled with love for Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and which is filled and illuminated with the light and the noor of guidance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The second kind of death is the death where the heart is dead because it is disconnected from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that heart is filled 
with fear of the makhluk, fear of creatures, which is looking for solutions from creatures, seeking help from creatures, while ignoring that the only one who can help is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that heart is dark and dismal and cold. That body, which is alive, but in which is this dead heart, is a zombie. That body is a zombie. That body has no life. It is the walking dead. So, two kinds of death. One we run towards and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for it, which is really eternal life. And the other one is not life at all. It's truly death. I remind myself and you, my brothers and sisters, of the hadith of Rasulullah where he said a time will come when people of the world, especially the enemies of Muslims and Islam, will call each other to attack you and destroy you, like people call each other to come and eat from a plate of food. The Sahaba, may Allah be pleased with all of them, couldn't even imagine such a situation. And they said, Ya Rasulullah, is it because we will be so few in number? Because how else will the whole world, everybody attack us and we're just getting beaten up? So is it because we will be too few in number? Rasulullah said, no. He said, it is because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will remove respect for you and awe of you and will remove fear of you from the hearts of your enemies. He said, Ya Rasulullah, why Ya Rasulullah? He said, because your heart will be filled with wahan. They said, Wahai wahan, Ya Rasulullah. What is wahan, Ya Rasulullah? And he said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Hubbu dunya wa karahiyatul maut. He said, love of dunya and the fear and dislike of death. My brothers and sisters, the only people who fear death are people who have no understanding and belief in the Akhara. The only people who fear losing something which was not theirs to begin with, losing something which was temporary in any case, losing something that is really not a loss, if I'm on a bus or on a train and I have this lovely seat and I'm so comfortable and I'm in a plane, I'm on Emirates, uh, my favorite airline. And I am have this beautiful seat and uh, I'm so happy that I have this seat. And I love this seat. But what do I do when my station, when my... Uh, you know, the port at which I'm supposed to get off the plane, what do I do when that when that time comes? Do I say, no, 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 I'm going to stay here. I love this seat. You know, the chair in my house is not half as comfortable as this. No. I mean, that's a dumb question, but you know, you have to ask dumb questions. No. 
when your station comes, when your airport comes, when you when you reach your destination, you get off. When you get off, do you feel a sense of loss? Oh my God, I lost this seat, and I'm weeping and I'm so sad and then, you know depressed because I lost my seat. If I did that, you would say you are insane. And I say, oh, why am I insane? Because that seat was not yours anyway. You didn't lose anything. You just enjoyed that seat and say, Alhamdulillah. But that's it. That seat wasn't yours. How can you lose something that was not yours anyway? How can you be sad about losing something that was not yours anyway? What is ours is the Akhra. What is ours, inshallah, we ask Allah for this, is Jannah. What is ours is, inshallah, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this, is the company of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in Jannah. As one of the Sahaba said, what is Jannah if there is no Muhammad in it, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Eh? What is Jannah? Jannah is where there is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What is Jannah if there is no Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in it? Subhanallah. My brothers and sisters, let us understand and learn the reality of life. Let us learn it. I was about to say let us teach it to our children, but I think we have to start from before that. You cannot teach something that you don't know. So let us learn what it means to love Allah, what it means to love Muhammad what it means to love this beautiful deen of ours which we got free for nothing. Learn to love this. And wallahi, subhanallah, there is no regret in losing what was not ours anyway. On the other hand, the one who understands this is delighted when the time comes to get off. He says, it was a fantastic, beautiful flight, but now I'm waiting to meet the people who came to receive me. I'm waiting to meet my friends and my relatives and so on, who I came to meet. I'm waiting to meet my Rabb Jalla Jalaluhu, I'm waiting to meet the one who I spent my whole life trying to please, whose forgiveness I've been seeking, and to whom in the dead of the night I say, hey, Ya Rab, Udu'uni, Allah call me. I'm not praying for death. I'm praying to meet the one I love. I'm waiting to meet Muhammad Sallallahu And to say to him face to face in person, Assalamu alaikum ya Rasulullah. You want me to run away from this? You want me to fear this? You want me to dislike this? And instead, you want me to like what? Give me something that compares with this, which is better than this. Subhanallah. My brothers and sisters, there's only one way of getting that. There's only one way of achieving this. And I'm not saying it. I quoted the hadith for you. Because, Inna asdaqal hadithi kitab Allah. 
وخيرل هدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم The best speech is the speech of Allah and the best guidance is the guidance of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and I quoted his hadith when they asked him why will your ummah why will the muslims be in this situation where they are being butchered and where the whole world seems to have collected together with the sole purpose of butchering them what did he say he said hubbu dunya wa karahiyatul maut love of dunya and fear of death what is the fear of death it is the unwillingness to leave this dunya it is this attachment to the dunya where the dunya is everything where the akhirah is nothing today as we watch what is happening in philistine please we feel sorry for the people of philistine stop feeling sorry for them stop feeling sorry for them feel sorry for yourself if you are not like them because that's where we really need to feel sorry because if i am somebody who loves the dunya if i am somebody who does not want to leave this dunya if i am somebody who wants to accumulate this dunya one way or the other halal haram ma fi mushkila kullu khair kullu khair inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun if i am somebody who's trying to find fatwas and download them from the internet or maybe look for them in walmart and tj maxx or wherever fatwas which are compliant with me fatwa which are fatwas which are compliant with my own will and desires fatwas of shuyukh who tell me what i want to hear not what i need to hear shuyukh who look up to me shuyukh inna lillahi wa inna ilaihi shuyukh who see me as more important than allah because they are they have no problems declaring that something which allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prohibited is halal because they look to me they want to be popular with me they want to be popular because maybe they get some money from me or maybe just popularity right and they give me the fatwa and i know the fatwa is wrong and the so called sheikh who gave me the fatwa he knows it is wrong but i believe it because i want to believe it and he gives it to me because he wants to give it to me because he loves me and he loves being popular with me more than he loves allah please let us ask ourselves this question and understand and remember that when we ask this question when the time to answer comes it will not be our tongues it will be our actions al yawma nakhtimu ala afwahihim wa tukallimuna aydihim 
وتشهد أرجلهم بما كانوا يكسبون. Let us fear that day, because on that day, nobody but nobody can help us. Ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala for His mercy and for His protection from ourselves and from Shaitan. Ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to be with us and to help us and to guide us and to force us, if necessary, to obey Him. So that when we stand before Him, we are not humiliated. I remind you and myself: value those who tell you what you need to hear. Believe me, those who tell you what you need to hear are not stupid. They are not dumb. They know what's. They know what they are saying. They know why they are saying it, and they know what happens to them if they say what you need to hear. They know it will make them unpopular with you. They also want to be popular, like anybody else. But they don't care about that, not because they don't want popularity, they don't want friends, but because they want the closeness with Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala more than they want friendship with you. Those are the truthful friends. Those are the friends that you and I need. Far more than the psychophants who raise our ranks and who call us big names when they know perfectly well that, and more than them when we know perfectly well that we do not deserve those titles and names. I ask Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala to help us and save us from ourselves. Sayyidina Umar bin Al-Khattab radhiyallahu said. Seek Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala's protection from sins, like you seek His protection from your enemies, because your sins are a bigger enemy than any enemy that you can have. And our sins, the biggest of them, are not even committed by our hands; they are committed by our hearts, where we join others as partners to Allah. Where we consider others to be the source and means of benefit or harm, when we know perfectly well that nobody can help and nobody can harm except Allah. لا ينفع ولا يضر إلا الله. But do we truly believe this, or are these only words? My brothers and sisters, these are all questions I ask myself. I'm not asking you these questions. I'm asking these questions to myself, and all I'm doing is recommending to you and suggesting to you that you should also ask these questions. I ask Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala to fill our hearts with the nur of His kalam and with the hub of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and with the desire to live our lives only for one reason, and that is to please Him, Jalla Jalaluhu. And to understand that the only way to please Him, Jalla Jalaluhu, is to live that life according to the format and the method and the principle that was taught to us by Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. The life of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and his way is the pathway to Jannah. I ask Allah subhanahu wa taala for that. Wa sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Wa sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Wa sallallahu alaihi wasallam.